Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 156. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at TandawaiUSA.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at TandawaiUSA. On this episode, we celebrate 20 years of Tiki Central. Join us at the Tonga Hut in North Hollywood, California, and listen in on the festivities along with stories by Tiki Central members new and old, all followed by an exclusive chat with Tiki Central founder Hanford Lamore. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please give us a good rating. Doing so helps people find the show and boosts our presence. Also, subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. And subscribers always get new releases first. You can find previous episodes at our website, DesertOasisRoom.com, as well as links to our social media, along with links to our guests' websites and their social media. And if you'd like to leave us a tip, click on the tip jar. Alrighty, let's get into this. Here we go. Tiki Central and Hanford Lamore. Okay, we are at the Tonga Hut for the 20th anniversary Tiki Central Party. And I thought we would start with Spencer, Spencer Nam. Okay, yes. And Todd Deaver. Hey. And these two guys are responsible basically for putting this whole thing together. So thank you guys for doing this. And thank you for being on the podcast. Well, oh man, it's nice to finally make it on the podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's that's very nice. There actually was quite a lot of people involved in getting this yeah. done, including yourself. This is so gracious of you, Inclu- to including say yourself. That, no, it, I, I I had minimal involvement, but I want to make sure that everybody that's enjoying this party today recognizes the efforts that you guys put in here, from coordination to artwork to the software that we are using right now we're actually looking at a monitor from here in the Tonga Hut that's got I don't know how many sites we've got up there seven or eight? I think we've got uh, five different locations but we've got about 20 feeds right now so, 20. Uh, so people crazy. jumping on their phones that's, and that's awesome, I love that yeah, it's pretty I amazing that. yeah, that. no, it's really great, it's come together really nicely Yeah, so cool so, yeah. cool. so let's let's talk about Tiki Central and how it influenced you guys. So, you know, Tiki Central, I mean, it's crazy that it goes back 20 years, right? 20 years. Absolutely. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And, you know, over the years, there's been so many outside influences to change the way that information is disseminated from social media to, you know, people's individual websites, blogs, vlogs, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. But Tiki Central has stood firm and still remains well you, you know it's funny for me i found tiki central you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm late to the game I'm, I'm a relative newbie i forget okay. what my status is on tiki central okay. nowadays <laughs> um anyway but 
you know, it's like when you're when you're looking for real tiki stuff and you do a Google search, of course, Tiki of Central course. is what comes yeah, up, yeah. you know. And that's how I got into it. What drove you to Tiki Central in the first place? What oh, were you looking for? Do you remember? I, you know, I don't remember, but I, I've looked for, you know, stuff about old tiki bars. Um, you know, I do I do pins for a lot of, you know, old tiki bars. And such great um, photos and artwork as, as and and doing my you know home tiki bar i'm starting on the home tiki bar right, you right, get all right, the all the great right. info there i mean you know you find it on facebook and stuff too but really when you look into uh tiki central man you find the good shit it's a great repository for historical information the thing about tiki central is you can search in one place for anything historic regarding the tiki exotica cocktails that whole kind of world where, you know, like on social media, it's kind of hard to find all that stuff, right? Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, for me, it was all about the history. I'm, I'm a big history fan, so um, there is a ton of information in the, of, of, you know, stuff that people put in that is just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And, um, you know, so you can, you can find recipes, um, past events. You know all kinds of stuff. It's it's quite yeah. amazing what what's in there, and um, the history keeps building. It's not like it's all in the past. Right, it keeps on going. Right. So Spencer, what brought you to Tiki Center? Was there anything specific? Well, I got to give a shout out to Tiki Oasis. Actually, that's okay. kind of my whole uh, entry into. Uh, I kind of always been interested in Tiki, but that was really diving into the larger community, and. Um, I kind of really enjoy all the room parties and the drinks, right, of course, because right, right. we got a great reverb crash right here. Um, but um, everybody told me you got to go on Tiki Central. That's where everything is, and so that's where I found out where all the room parties are, right, all the details right. of what's going on. Because there's so much going on at Tiki Oasis, yeah. it's hard to find all that info. Right, right. So we are enjoying reverb crashes. You mentioned the reverb crash. This drink is the first. It's the, it's the winner of the first annual, I don't know if it was annual, but it's the winner of the first Tiki's Central Drink Contest. Oh, I did not know that. Correct. Yeah, and this, that's the reason why this drink is being served at all these wow, other bars. how appropriate. And, you know, the, what this was created 2002, I think, so that's 18 years ago now? I think yeah. 2003. 2003, okay. 2003 was 2003. the uh, official drink uh Drink competition? Yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm getting at is that at the time that this drink was created, some of the rums that it was developed with don't exist anymore. And I know that over the years it's changed, that the recipes had to be modified. And shout out to Ron Mosesco. His Tiki Central name is Kick the Reverb. And he's the guy who created this cocktail, which is it's a perfect balance of tart and spirit and and I love the mint that you can smell the mint when you drink it yeah. absolutely right. yep right so kick the reverb I'm gonna put him on the spot right now <laughs> because kick the reverb is the guy who wrote the song to the theme song to inside the desert oasis room oh nice right. I didn't know He's that guitarist yeah. for the sand devils and prior to the Sand Devils, he was in the Astroglides, and prior uh, and now he's actually in the Scimitars out of San Diego. So, I want to give him a shout out. He's a really good friend of mine. And do you know why he's called Kick the Reverb? I would love to know. Yeah. Because he's a surf guitarist, and they use a reverb. They spring reverb. Yeah. yeah. And you know, in, the, in their music, and at the end of some of his songs, he kicks it. Right and on. it makes yeah. that kind of 
you know, that Explosion. vibrato, yeah, that yeah. sound, <laughs> right, right? So, so and I, I'm, what I'm actually trying to do is segue into something that I find really interesting with some of the people that are on Tiki Central is their Tiki Central name. Nice, do, yes. Do you guys have Tiki Central, interesting Tiki Central names? Well, my, you know, mine's Pintiki, so you know that's my thing. So that that's really not that interesting, other than it's, you know. So hey, we man. know what that is. Yeah, right, you know right, what right, that right. is. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Spencer? And mine's Pineapple Whip. It's really not that interesting either. It's just that I am literally there at Disneyland having a pineal, pineapple whip like pineapple once whip. a week. So I love the stuff. And that's your that's your favorite drink, would you say? Uh, well, favorite concoction, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 So. Mine is Polynesian Pop, and the reason why I chose that name, it wasn't the name that I, when I originally created a profile on Tiki Central, which was way back in the Yahoo Club days, I basically just used my name, my real name, but um, I changed it, I think, like a month later because it was stupid boring. And Polynesian Pop is an ode to this genre that we are celebrating, right? Yeah, so, exactly. You have the pop era. And this is called the Polynesian Pop Era, right? It's it's the subculture of Polynesian bars and restaurants and dry cleaners and movie theaters and gas stations, all the yeah. stuff that was Polynesian themed, right? And if you trace it back to the very beginning, it traces back to Don the Beachcomber, December fifth, nineteen thirty-three, the very first Polynesian themed bar to open. The day after Prohibition, which was repeal day. Yeah. And his four bartenders, they called them the four Filipinos. And so in the early days, you had the Filipino bartenders and you had the Filipino carvers and all the servers were Filipino. And if you trace that through Tiki history, the Mai Kai, for example, their drink program was by Mariano Liquidini. He was Absolutely. a Filipino bartender. Tony Ramos. Ray Buen, who started the Tiki Tea, he was also at the China Trader, the Luau, Seven Seas. There's a rich history of Filipino immigrants in the, the Polynesian pop era. Yeah. So it was kind of my way of, I, I don't know if it's, you'd call it like a, you know, like a tribute. I, I don't want to say ownership, but I'm proud of that, right? It's, I'm proud that it was, you know... I'm from the Philippines. I'm a Filipino immigrant, and the people, the immigrants that came before me, that they created this thing that we all celebrate and love, and I just, it, it just makes me super proud. So. Absolutely, really shaped the shaped the history of the bars and yeah. the drinks. So was, yeah, so that that's where the name, uh, my name came from. It's it's a little bit of a long answer, but you know, there you go, right? So, in any case. I am glad that we are celebrating this 20... I actually never expected Tiki Central to be around this long. And thankfully, Hanford considers it important to save this database and, and to keep it online. Because if, if that site ever went away, all the information would go yeah. away with it. Well, um, i got to tell you, you know, I got involved in this whole thing through Spencer. You know, he, he, he was nice enough to hit me up and say... Hey, we're thinking about doing this thing. Would you like to make a pin for it? And uh, you know, of course, I was just like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm down for it." Tiki Central is, right. you know, I, it, I would be it, honored to do something for Tiki Central. It ended up being a, a really great collaboration. Yeah, um, you know, all the animation, um, you know, he did, and on top of all kinds of other artwork and everything so it's actually been a lot of people really kind of contributing and uh 
A shout-out to Cosmo Reverb, who did the umbrellas, and uh, Eric October, who did a lot of the Eric artwork. Eric did the art, some and, of the artwork. Um, Hamo, who really kind of started the entire idea. I mean, you know, I got to say... I want to throw a lot of props out to a lot of people, like I say, because Let, let's, give a, them, let's give them their due. Let's as, yeah. as a newbie, give them their shout out. Um, you know, I had actually no idea that the anniversary was this year, and oh, when okay. Hamo said, "Hey, this is the anniversary. Shouldn't we do something?" I thought, "Well, this is really fortuitous. I mean, you've got 20th anniversary of Tiki Oasis, 20th anniversary of Tiki Central. You know, we should be celebrating. Let's let's do something." And everybody just started piling in with ideas. So yeah, you know, yeah. it was great. It was a really good collaboration. I think of a lot of really different people all coming together, and I think that kind of speaks to the power of Tiki Central. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. And really, you know, this this really was a, a group collaboration, even from the design of the pin that I did, put it out there to the group. People gave their uh, ideas and suggestions and, um, you know, working with the uh, all the other merch that we produced for this thing. It really was like a collaboration between a bunch of guys. And, it, and you know, that really kind of shows you the, the Tiki Central, you know, so Spencer was telling us before we started recording about the animation that has the Morse code. Can we talk about that? Oh yeah, you know, I just you know that's that's kind of that's my my real job is uh, is doing uh, animation and motion graphics and stuff like okay. that. So I was like, well, I got to do something for Tiki Central. Um, so really, you know, the animation is kind of like the the you're taking in the signals from all over the place and one of those is the morse code which actually if you know your morse code uh you'll you'll realize it's saying tiki central party Uh, so so hidden in there is morse code that says tiki central party that's awesome Um, i love that i love that yeah and it you know it just was fun to to try to put something together to show like the different bars from across the the globe coming together yeah so cool so Right now, I'm viewing, it looks like Frankie's Tiki Room in Las Vegas. They've got a band and what looks like a burlesque dancer up yeah, there. It looks I, like I it. I think it's Franks and Deans, so I think we can probably shout out to them. It's great them that, shout uh, out, Franks that, and Deans. Yeah, that they, um, they scheduled the band play and uh, gives us all some time to come over and talk with you. I love that. I love that. I, I just wish that that dancer was over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can certainly ask to get closer to the camera. Right, right. Well, I, I love what what you guys are doing here today. I think it's cool that so many people are connected. And I just want to say thanks for organizing this. And I hope that in the future we can collaborate on something. What do you guys oh, think? Yeah. Absolutely. No, that'd be Let's awesome. Let's do something fun. And Good, I want you know, to Adrian, you. You, you are definitely one of the guys who, who got me into the whole... Uh, you know Tiki Ohana. So oh, I, I, I will I'm, say I'm happy that. to. Thank uh, you very much. Thank you. you know. Yeah, and I just met Spencer. Believe it or not, I just met Spencer a couple hours ago. Oh, okay. So it's all been through email and and other things that we communicated. But so it's it's a total pleasure to meet you, Spencer. So it's I, a hope, pleasure I to meet hope that you we well. do something again in the future. So, but until then, cheers. All right. Cheers to Tiki Central. Cheers, cheers to you Tiki guys. Tiki Central. And I'm gonna enjoy this reverb crash. Okay. All right, cheers, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Before we go into our next segment, I'd like to mention we have a new Tiki mug out for 2020. This mug is based on the old vintage monkey pot souvenirs that were carved in the Philippines and sold all over Hawaii in the 60s and 70s. Pre-orders are open now, and they're selling pretty fast. 
So if you want one, go to DesertOasisRoom.com to get yours today before they're all sold out. Once again, that's DesertOasisRoom.com. Okay, we are back. And we are with my friends Vincent and Patel. Aloha. 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 I have an interesting story that I want to share with everybody that's directly related to Tiki Central. And it was how I met these two wonderful people. So should we? Should I tell this story or should yeah. I have you? Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to tell this story. So, and chime in whenever you want. So, my daughter, Sydney, was celebrating a birthday party. She was turning one. And I threw this big tiki party for her. Uh-huh. Where I had King Kukulele as a host, and, or he was actually like an MC, I should say. Uh, and I had the Maikai Gents, yeah. they were playing, and the Smoking Menehunis were playing. Uh-huh. And I posted it on Tiki Central. And I made a flyer, right? Made a flyer uh-huh. for it yeah. so people know about it. Everyone was invited. And Vincent and Cantel showed up to this party. Because they were vacationing from France. And at the time, you were living in France. Yeah, that's right. So they were vacationing from France. And they showed up to this party thinking that it was a big tiki event. Right? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) And I thought that that was kind of neat. So we've since become very good friends. And they have since moved to California. Correct? Because of that, yeah. yeah. Oh, was it because yeah. of that? Yeah. Yeah, because it was one of the things that make make it move here, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you the met, I think you the... met a lot of people there, right? Yeah, that's So you, have, you know a lot of people now from, because of that Tiki because Central post. Because of the party, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. We, we kept going to different events, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we met so, so many wonderful people that we wanted to... And, and, that, and that, leave here. Yeah, and that's that's neat, and that's the thing about Tiki Central is that it reaches all over the world. Yes, right. Yeah, so right. anywhere you are, if you log into TikiCentral.com, you're going to be able to see the posts there. And as long as you understand English, you can read what's happening. Yes. Right, yes. right. So, tell me, what was your Tiki Central name? Tiki Frog. Tiki Frog. Can you tell me the name, uh, the meaning behind the name? Well, just what, you know, the froggies, the French people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, we thought Tiki Frog sounds I didn't know, is, is, that, is that what they call French people or frogs? Do they call them froggies? Yeah, froggies, yeah. you know. We, in England, I eat. think, yeah. In England, they call yeah. French people frogs. I Why think. do they call them uh, French people frogs? Because, because we eat frogs. Eat frogs. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, interesting. But you only eat the legs, right? Yeah, yeah. only oh. the legs. I like frog legs. Yeah, no, it's, it's like chicken. <laughs> it's like chicken. Yeah. It just t- if if like you didn't tell me... Refined chicken. If you didn't tell me that it was frog legs, I would think it's chicken. Yeah. Do you get frog legs here? In no, California? it's hard to find here. Yeah, it's hard to find here. Yeah. Do you make it? Did you make it when you were in France? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yes. And you just catch the frogs yourself, or no. you just buy it from the market? <laughs> no, no, we went to the supermarket. No, but what about escargot? 
Oh yes, we do. We we and make you, them here. <laughs> uh, but do you buy that at the market too? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't just in, go in get. Cans. You don't just yeah, go no, get buy them in cans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm American, yeah, so yeah, like, you know. so okay. So some uh, some French people just uh, you know uh, harvest them. They harvest them. Yeah, yeah. 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 But we, we didn't. Do you have to use a special <laughs> snail for that? I think so, but you know, I'm just eat them. But you make it here. You yeah. make okay. Yeah, you can, can find, find them. Here. You can find them here. You yes. can find it here. Well, I, I've had it before, and it tastes fine. The only thing that that the one the thing I didn't enjoy was the texture was a little bit um, tastes like rubbish, a, ru- rub, like rubber, rub, rubber. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit tough. Rub, yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. You sometimes they are very rubbery. Sometimes they are very tender, but. Really depends. But you make it. You make it. You make it at home. No, no. We, you just you just go to a restaurant. No, we put them online. Oh, you buy it online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. But you cook it at home. Because I wanna I wanna try it with you. You make it for me. And the frog and frog legs. Too. Well, do you know do you know any French restaurant where we can get frog legs and escargot? Mm, actually, no. No. How about how about Tex? Is it Tex or Thai? Is it oh. pronounced? Well, how do you pronounce that? T A I X. Tex is the one in uh, Tex. Well, King Kukulele used to yes, do yes. have his thing. Yeah, they I, might have it. They might have it. Yeah, it's possible. How does the food there compare to authentic French food? Honestly, I don't remember. It's been a long time. Oh, because it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. It was fine. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to go and have some food with you because you're one of my early Tiki Central friends. We still yes. have the the mug from us. Oh, you do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, very the nice. Pink tiki mug. Which one do you have? You know, there's four different kinds. It's a pink one. Okay. There is so Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. First year. I have. Yeah. If you don't have the other ones, there's four different kinds. I have extras if you want some of the other ones. Oh wow! So you get yeah. the complete set. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I just wanted to tell our story because I thought it was interesting. I met people from France who came to Sydney's birthday because and then of Tiki moved. Central, and then moved, and then moved because, uh, to America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a big part of our story, you know. Well, like, yeah. there's so yeah. many nice people. Yeah, we I have love to that. move there. We have I love to that. live there. I love that. Yeah. And I, I hope you're enjoying your your move here we now. Do. I mean, I'm sure it's hard to leave friends and family. Yeah, yeah it is. Yes. But, but it's but it's, it's fun it. to be here. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Well, <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> This episode was brought to you in part by the Tiki Tea, a family-owned and operated tropical drink bar in Los Angeles, California. Come get their house specialty, the Raise Mistake, for only six dollars on Wednesdays until 9 p.m. For more information, check out their website, tiki-ti.com. This episode was also brought to you by Steadfast Pomade, a strong-holding, medium-bodied styling product for men and women, which leaves your hair looking neat and shiny with a clean, fresh scent. Order yours today at steadfastpomade.com. I've got the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and we're now joined by our friend Angelica Navarro of Adventures in Tiki. Oh, hey wait, there. Ooh, can I say Adventures in Tiki? Does that change? It did change, actually. Um, I decided to start a new blog called Resident Modernist, which also includes a lot of tiki, but then also brings in a lot of tiki-adjacent things. 
mid-century modern, historical uh, points of interest, travels, etc. So there's a wider variety of content uh, that I can expand on, which I will be doing in the near future. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Wow, listen to that. So we were speaking earlier about Tiki Central. Mm-hmm. And apparently you were a lurker. Yes. <laughs> but did you have a profile on Tiki Central? Yes, it was under um, the name Jellyfish. Jellyfish, of course. Um, with a G, not a J. Okay, all right. And, uh, yeah, I um, I really, at that point, was still feeling um, um, a little nervous about kind of putting myself out there. I was still learning a lot about Tiki when I discovered Tiki Central. And I preferred to kind of uh, look at the different threads and uh, see what people were talking about. Uh, it was an amazing repository of information for me when I was learning about where to go, uh, places to see, things to try. So, yeah. How much of Tiki Central influenced your blog? Um, Would you say that some of the information that you gathered from Tiki Central kind of helped you with topics or maybe research? A little bit, yes, in a, uh, not maybe so much in a direct way, more of an indirect way. Uh, Tiki Central's biggest impact on me was when I was researching um, about Tiki shortly after visiting Trader Vic's for the first time when it was okay. still in Dallas uh, yeah. in the late uh, 2000s. Uh, that was kind of where I started with it. Um, and uh, I, I did use it a lot to discover points of interest. Uh, that was probably what I used it for the most. And then it's also been a great source of information uh, with respect to, like, historical things, uh, learning right, about right. things like Whitco, uh, learning about, you know, carvers of the past. Because uh, I always thought the tiki that was in front of Trader Vic's uh, in Dallas many years ago was really cool. I'm like, who carved that? And then, of course, from Tiki Central, you find out, it, and it was uh, Barney West. Barney West, yeah. So if you n- may not have noticed, you probably know I think you saw when... Um, <laughs> so I am Atomic Kitty. Wait, what does it say? <laughs> was that actually your handle? Atomic Kitty. No, it was Polynesian Pop. It still is Polynesian uh, yeah, Pop. Yeah, no, that's why I was like, why are you wearing Atomic Kitty, man? Because we traded badges. Ah, uh, well done. Uh, <laughs> so I thought it would be funny if a brown, male, black-haired Filipino guy traded badges <laughs> with a white, blonde... American female. <laughs> and so people are going to look at her and say, you're Polynesian pop. They would, they, everybody knows Everybody knows our names yeah. by now, but you know. No, you know what? Funny. Go trade badges with Laura Harper. Hers is Tiki Cutie. Oh, that would be right. perfect. <laughs> I don't know if I could fit that, that mold, but. For what's worth, I don't think you're a bad Atomic Kitty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I can Ow. be, though, if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you drinking, Angelica? Um, my lovely friend Gina decided to um, buy me a, uh, a glass of uh, Deadhead chocolate. Oh, um, Deadhead chocolate. That's funny. You know, it's what I, what I see is like we're all drinking cocktails and, other, and, and beers and stuff, and you're drinking a shot. <laughs> yeah, well, sipping it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, are they doing a toast? Did we miss the toast? Yeah, it looks, yeah, like, we're it looks like somebody's doing a toast. To someone. All right. I guess we missed that. 
I think I just turned five o'clock. Story of my life, man. Hey. I'm always late to the party. That's no. okay. The, hey, you're at the, the party, though. The uh, the day is young. You'll probably hear at least another one of these. <laughs> I know. Right? In the next hour. <laughs> so this is this is the first bar of the day. <laughs> what are we at? All right. I've been here since 1.30, oh, 1.15. It's 5, 5.17. So I've been here for four hours. So, oh, so I'm checking my phone for the time, and, I, and I'm, now I've got a bunch of texts that I... Let me check here. Blowing up. So, where are we heading next? Uh, Hanford Lamore just texted me. That's me on at Frankie's on cam. I knew that. Yeah. Well, it was actually really cool. I was just checking my phone. Uh, they had me on the camera with the guy from Voodoo Shanty, and I was like, "Dude, I've never been there, but I really want to go." And then he hit me up on Instagram just now, and he was like, "Hey, was that you?" Like, <laughs> and I've never talked to him before in reality. So I'm like, "Damn, I really gotta get to London now. Check it out." Shout out to Voodoo Shanty. Wait, is <laughs> all right. Voodoo Shanty is he in London? He's in London. I thought I always thought that he was like. So I met him at the Hukilau. Right. I might be wrong, but that's what the Tiki Central folks told me. Oh, okay. All I know is that he showed up on my Instagram. I was like, man, this this looks like a cool bar. I got to check it out at some point. Wait, and so I just friended him. Voodoo Shanty no, he's on in Instagram. So he's Voodoo in the Shanty. UK. Okay. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I met him at Hukilau. Uh-huh. He had this shrunken head. You know, like a voodoo shrunken head dealio hanging from his neck. And it was actually him. That's awesome. Yeah, his wife had a maid or something. And it was him as a shrunken head. That's so cool. Yeah. That's nuts. (laughs) I want one now. I got to get one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we got to find out where we get those. Voodoo shanty. Tell us where to get one. Now, so I'm going to age myself when I say this, but when I was a kid, they used to have these things that you could make out of apples. You would, it was huh. a kit that you'd buy, and you'd take an apple, and you'd bake it, and it would make it a shrunken head. That is so what? cool. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm too old for you guys to... <laughs> I mean, or you just had cooler parents, someone, I don't know. Someone... <laughs> I was no, it was say, on TV. Wow. They had, there was commercials for it. I grew up with no television, so you're definitely cooler. <laughs> and I don't remember seeing any of those commercials when I was growing up, so... Well, I'm, I'm probably decades older than you, so... You look the same age as us. Uh, nice I don't know. I'm in my Actually, 50s. younger than me. You're what? I'm in my 50s. Wow. You have no wrinkles. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm this sorry. This man has no wrinkles, no white hair. <laughs> I was born in the 60s. He's putting me into shape. Dude, you have, like, no gray hair. <laughs> I have gray hair right here on my chin, so... Yeah, so the Asian jeans these, have been these, very kind these, <laughs> these commercials played in the seventies. So yeah. but we're, uh, neither yeah. of you were probably alive then, right? No. Yeah, not I, okay, that yeah, I wasn't yeah. born until eighty one. Wow. I was eighty two. <laughs> wow, you guys are young. Wow. Yes, youngins. I started high school in 82. You know, we're the next generation. We're, we're oh, gonna, seriously? We're, we're uh, going to carry the high school toad, in torch, the yeah, yeah, torch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks, you guys, for being on the podcast. Always a pleasure, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, happy anniversary. Hey, cheers. happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary, TV cheers, Central. Cheers. Hello. Hey, Hanford. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Aloha. Aloha. Uh, 
Happy anniversary to you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Likewise. I posted thanks. a little message on uh, Tiki, Tiki Central today. Oh, I have to go check that out. Like uh, like an hour ago or something, yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Hey, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, like my pleasure. Um, thanks so for inviting me. So how are you feeling today after the 20th anniversary party? Um, I'm actually feeling really good. It, it actually touched touched me like I didn't really know like I didn't I wasn't part of the planning of the parties um, and I didn't really hear about it until a few days ago and even after I heard about it I didn't quite know what the scale of it was going to be but you know when I I actually went out to Frankie's uh, Tiki room and like they had the sign there like the sign said you know Tiki Central Anniversary and I got in there it's in the middle of the day and there's you know a ton of people in Aloha wear and I was like wow this is crazy this is right People remember Tiki Central. I, like I said, I, I was touched. Dude, I was, I was in on some of the. Well, I, I was co- carbon copied on all, on all the planning stuff, but I cool. didn't really participate uh, as much as some of the other guys did. Like you know, like Spencer Knock was really kind of the main guy that heralded the whole thing, and he yeah. was like super enthusiastic about it. So he had set up this whole camera thing from all the multiple sites and i thought that that was just so cool that yeah it was you could you could log in and just kind of you know see what everybody was doing from where they were and i was at the tonga hut in hollywood and there was a huge crowd there i saw people that i hadn't seen in years that came out just for the event yeah, I, I saw it on the feed, and and I saw a, a bunch of old timers there, uh, and and I was yeah, it it blew me away, and I was kind of like, wow, that 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 was the place to be. It it, it looks fun. It was fun. Well, um, you know, so we were jealous about where you guys were because you had a band and you had that go go dancer that took her clothes off and stuff. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so we're like, oh hey, how come they're not playing over here? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was neat to see him. It, it, it was fun. I got a yeah. seat, and uh, I was there with uh, Mr. Smiley, which is an old yeah, yeah. member, uh, and Inky Louise. Um, and that, that was really special for me because I don't know if you remember, but uh, they met on TV Central, and they actually got married. Um, and they were the first people to have a wedding at the Neon Graveyard uh, in Las right. Vegas. Which now offers that as a package. Um but, you know, I thought that was a really special way to celebrate Tiki Central with two of my old friends who actually met through the site and got married. And, I met all of you well, guys through the site, you know, and actually I think I met them the same night that I know at least I met Mr. Smiley the same night that I met you, if I if I recall correctly, which was at the Tonga Room in San Francisco. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I met a ton of people. One, one of the things that I'm a little frustrated at is, is that like, you know, running Tiki Central and I went to a lot of events and I always met a lot of people and a lot of those events from, from long ago kind of all blurred together. Like those uh, nights. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, when, your name comes up, you're a bit of a rock star because of that. So, and I, I'm sure you already know that, <laughs> which is, yeah, um, I mean, which it, is it, it's both, it was, it was both super flattering and also super nerve wracking in some ways. Um, sure. I can like, imagine but going to events. I would, especially big ones. I would always get super nervous right beforehand because I knew people were going to come be coming up to me. Yeah. Um, 
And, and even if I had met them before, chances are, unless we had a really strong conversation, I wouldn't remember them and stuff like that. So there, there was always that, that, uh, pro and con. What a tough problem to have, right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that uh, that always made me feel really good. Um, but you know, at the same time, you know, I just kind of feel like I ran the site, but it was really just all the members who populated it that really made Tiki Central what it was. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and it really, it really is that way because it has its own. I mean, it 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 lives through the members. And it has a personality that ebbs and flows because of that. Yes, yes. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about a few things about Tiki Central. You know, there's a little bit of knowledge about how it got started, but I think that there's a little bit of mystery, too. And I Mm -hmm. thought it would be neat to talk about that, about, you know, the how, where, and when of how it all got started. I know that when I joined Tiki Central... It was still a Yahoo Club. There wasn't really a lot of people on there. I think like I was like member number nine or something like that, you know. And I remember every time there would be a new member that would join, we would be excited because there would be another person that we could talk to. Yeah. Um, And, you know, back in those days, I think it was a girl named Jen who was running it. Yeah, Jennifer Thompson and I kind of started it together. Uh, she was really kind of the impetus, though. I, like, uh, And I mentioned this a little bit on my post on Tiki Central, but I met her through Yahoo Instant Messenger, which, you know, for, for the youngins out there, that was like a messaging app like texting, except for it was like on your on your computer instead of on your phone. And they had a little profile section, and you could search for keywords or whatever. It was kind of like a really, really simple version of a social media site like back before those existed. So I searched, I had put Tiki in my bio and I can't remember either she found me or I found her, but she had Tiki in her bio too. And we started chatting about it. Uh, And we would chat online about Tiki and we didn't know much, but we knew that it was something we were interested in. Right. Right. And so one day she messaged me and she said, we should start a Tiki club. And honestly, that sounded really goofy to me. I was like, a tiki club? What's, what's that? She's like, well, Yahoo has these things called clubs. And um, and we can start one about tiki. And I was like, uh, okay. But we had a little discussion there about what it should be called. She wanted to call it Tiki Central. I kind of wanted I wanted it to be a, a more interesting name. Like, I thought, like, you could stick the word central after any word. And get right, right. a name like Hot Rod Central or whatever, right. <laughs> uh, and I suggested Contiki, and so she Google on the Google it. She Yahooed it. It was in Yahoo, right? Google right, didn't right. exist. She put it in, and there was already a club called Contiki on Yahoo Clubs, and it was like a it was like a really promiscuous gay sex club with a lot of like not safe for, for work imagery. Oh, and that's so, interesting. That came up. I was like, well, I guess we can't call it Contiki. So we called it, I was like, you win, Tiki Central. You can call it Tiki Central. Yeah. So yeah, she started it, and, and uh, you know, she added me as a moderator on there. And her and I were kind of the two people who who kind of ran it early on. But she really was the one who thought it was a good idea and wanted to, like, like I, like I said, I was kind of, I thought it was goofy at first. I was like a right. club. But she was the, really the one who you know, promoted it and emailed people uh, and asked them to, to join. And of course it, it showed up in Yahoo search listing. So yeah, she was really 
responsible for the growth of it early on. You know, in the early days, there was nothing about Tiki on the internet. And yeah, correct. that's how I found Tiki Central was I was on Yahoo and I would search for Tiki and there was, I think only Bosco had a website and Baby Doe had like a, a little website too. Yeah. And I think there that was the was uh, it. search for the ultimate Mai Tai. That was okay. Uh, Kevin, I believe his name was Kevin, Kevin Crossman. Crossman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I remember that. Yeah, I remember that too. But there, there were no images. Like, remember, there there weren't really digital cameras. So to get a photo online, and your bandwidth was limited, right? So even when there was information of Tiki out there, there wasn't photos or anything. It was really hard right, to, to right. find out anything about it. Correct. Right. It's funny that you mentioned the photo thing because I think that that was part of the issue when clubs became groups, the whole format changed and yes. everyone was complaining about groups. And I think it had something to do with not just the format change, but the way it hosted pictures or something of that effect. And, yeah. and I remember you saying, well, you know, I could break this off onto a, a website and we could just do our own forum there. And Tiki com was born. And, um, you know, yeah. back then, um, everything was still mostly film cameras. I had like uh, a really expensive digital camera that I paid, I think, $700 for that only took photos in 640 by 480. And it was still like, you know, so revolutionary that I, I was still, everyone was still kind of taking pictures with film. So, you know, mm -hmm. we'd have to take pictures have them developed, scan them, and then get them online. And, yeah, you know, um, it was... But, and and another thing that we're forgetting, too, because we're so used to it now, is that, you know, unless you really know what you were doing, you used a flash, and it looked right. like shit. Right. And um, I kind of remember in 2008 or nine, I got one of the first low-light level point-and-shoots. And I was so excited to be able to finally go to a tiki bar and actually take actual right. good photos without a tripod. Uh, and not having to use my flash, that was pretty exciting. So, you know, along that line, it's really interesting to see a lot of these old bars, even in the way that they were, because, you know, before, right, you had a camera that you only had maybe, if you if you bought the extra shots, you had 36 shots, but typically it was a 24 exposure roll of film. And if you went back into the 50s and 60s, some of those rolls of film were only like, 12 exposures and so yeah. people didn't really just take pictures of the restaurant or the bars that they were at they took pictures of themselves because you didn't we didn't have the luxury of smartphones today where you can take as many pictures as you like you know right and so um along that line tiki central it became this awesome repository for all those old pictures because as people found things right through postcards or maybe old family photos maybe somebody's like thrifting photos or slides like charles phoenix was doing and finding old tiki photos it all ended up on tiki central yeah yeah and 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 that was like super exciting for me i remember sven joining um and i think he joined right around the time the book of tiki came out he either joined right before it came out or right after but um, I remember getting my, my copy of Book of Tiki, um, 
and is being blown away just by how much imagery he could collect. Right. Uh, he had collected. But yeah, that was kind of like, that was the beginning of, and like I said, that, that's kind of what drove my curiosity about Tiki is I knew about Tiki and Tiki bars, but I didn't really, it was a mystery and I kind of wanted to uncover that mystery because there just wasn't anything out there. So, you know, what's crazy is we have so much information today, but it was all a learning phase for us back then. So, you know, it was kind of a perfect storm of things happening, right? Tiki Central started right when the internet was becoming like a, a daily thing for all of us, right? Where we were starting to use the internet regularly. And the Book of Tiki, like you said, it kind of came out somewhere around that same time. And Mm -hmm. we were all learning along with the release of the Book of Tiki and then people discovering more things. and, And Tiki Central became this awesome repository and this database. Yeah. And it's naturally, it's going to grow over the years, you know. Today, it's a little bit different. I mean, you know, now there's social media where people are posting a lot of things. And it kind of sucks that it's not all centralized the way that it was on Tiki Central. Yeah, in in some ways, I understand that. But I also kind of think that um, it's changed a lot. And I, I think with the number of events a number of new bars being open and uh, just the sheer amount of it. Um, that I, It doesn't surprise me that one website can't hold it all anymore. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's kind of like, I kind of feel like, you know, in an interesting way, Kiki Central, like that shows that it was a success that, that it used to be like, it's kind of like the idea of thinking of like, Oh, there should only be one hot rod car website. Okay. Of course not. There's going to be hundreds of, hot rod car websites. I'm like, at the time, Tiki was new, and we didn't know a lot, but now, it's it's very different. Like, everyone knows what a Tiki bar is today. Like, it, you know, like, like, even people who aren't into Tiki know what a Tiki bar is, because they're popular. Again, you know, sure. they, they've sprung up. It does suck in some way that we don't have a central repository, but at the same time, I, I kind of understand why it grew beyond Tiki Central. Okay, that makes sense. How much of Tiki Central would you say influenced the growth of Tiki today? I think it had a major role. I, 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 I think it did too. I mean, I think, and, and specifically about getting those people together, get, like it provided a place where people who didn't know each other could come together and um, both share their knowledge and, and learn from others. And, and, and I think it, 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 it it connected a lot of people together who otherwise would maybe wouldn't have met. Right. Uh, and I, it, it really helped foster uh, those connections that, you know, led to, you know, everything we have now, new bars being opened, cocktail recipes being shared, carving, like all, you know, music. So the thing that Tiki Central actually really started to emphasize for me was how complex the Tiki subculture was. So take us through, what it was like to moderate that site because you know there's so many sections and this is what i mean about how complex it is there's tiki music there's tiki events there's Mm -hmm. tiki carving there's home tiki bars there's um i mean like there is a general topic or general uh, area yeah but 
there's almost it's there's just so much to tiki that it's almost like whatever you're talking about fits into a specific category. So what was that like? And 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 I know that like over the over the years, I, I see how you would add all of these different subsections because you know it's just a way to try to organize the site, right? So right. so uh, talk about that for a little bit. Well, I I always had a philosophy that we don't add things just to add them. We add them when they're needed. Um, and one interesting thing when we moved from the Yahoo Club, or it was Yahoo Group at the time, to the, the web forum was um, on Yahoo, there was no threading of messages. You could post a reply and you could read messages, but they were all in one giant long list. Right. And that made it very, very hard to keep a, a topic alive. Right. Um, you know, once it got bumped off of, you know, the first page onto the second page, it was as good as dead. Um, and, you know, like, replying to it wouldn't take the originals and move them up. So we were very, very limited there. And then when we moved to the web forum on, on tikiroom.com, um, I started with one forum to begin with. And then quickly I saw... Like with you know, within the first six months, I realized how the old format on group on Yahoo Groups had been limiting the discussion, and and soon we started to see these different sections evolve. And and you know, my interest in tiki was was primarily about vintage tiki bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't really, I've never been really a collector. I've never wanted to to have a home bar, that kind of thing. Um, but so that's kind of what my mentality is when, when, when Jennifer and I kind of started Tiki Central, that's kind of where my brain was. So I started to see all these other aspects like grow. Right. And, and, and to me, it was just exciting because I didn't, I would not start one. I would not start a subsection unless we really felt we needed it. Right. I, I wasn't, right. I didn't want to, I didn't want a million empty closets, you know? You know, um, there was, there was one. I would call it a catastrophic failure that, and it wasn't Tiki central, but we were affected by it very much when Shutterfly changed the way that they hosted photos. And that must've been a nightmare for you because now it went from people posting links to photos so that we could basically click on the link and see the photo to now you having to host the photos. Yeah. And how did, how did that affect you? Because now you're having to, are you, were you, are you buying storage now on, on servers or, or yep. how did you do yep. that? We, I moved, I, I wrote that functionality myself and added it to the web form software we're using. Uh, and I did that, um, because of exactly what was happening with Shutterfly changing the way their URLs worked. Um, and apparently it was because of MySpace. People were linking Shutterfly images on MySpace and not using Shutterfly to buy photos, but instead just using it as a place to host photos. Right. And and Shutterfly's bandwidth was going crazy, so they changed their URL. But that was something that, like, there are a lot of people who have worried about whether or not TV Central's going to disappear, and we can talk more about that later. But the idea that we hosted ourselves means at least the onus is on me to keep it running and not have someone else that we don't have control of pull the rug out from under us. There, there were other image hosts as well. Um, uh-huh. There's a Tiki Central member who had an image gallery 
uh, he got rid of it at some point, and so now all those image uh, images links are broken as well and everything. So, yeah, that's that's the only bummer about some of those earlier posts is there's a lot of broken yeah. links with for the, the photos. Are, are you continuing to have to purchase storage? I think around 2006, 2005, I moved it to a dedicated server. Okay. Um, it's actually a dedicated server that uh, Humuhumu um, also uses as well. Okay. Um, and her and I uh, pay the, the yearly fee every year. Uh, and it's expensive, um, but we haven't had to upgrade it in a while. We, um, the storage is, is really cheap now. Um, and I could probably go in there and actually increase like the, the maximum resolution of images and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause our cameras are, are way higher res now than, than what Kiki central images are, are stored as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, we haven't had to, you know, overall storage is cheap, so we haven't had to upgrade it, but we still, you know, we still pay, I pay half the server and Humuhumu pays for, for her half. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's awesome that you guys keep it up and running. You, you did mention yeah. about people so having grand fears. So do still, you know, basically like, like we don't make money on it. Like the server, sure. again, yeah. we're on a plan that is probably outdated. We could, if we really wanted to hunt around, we could find something cheaper. Yeah. But the, you know, the, but we'd have to move the entire site, which is crazy. Right. Um, right. So, you know, grand central member, uh, uh, yeah. A grand membership still, um, offset some of that cost for me. Okay. That's good. Now, earlier you mentioned real quick about people being scared that Tiki Central would eventually go offline and all that information would be lost if right. it did. Have you ever thought about, I mean, I don't know how archive.org works. Is there a way to archive that stuff so that if if it if it went down for whatever reason, at least the information is still stored somewhere? Um, I'm, we have redundant backups. So the service that we pay for, the server that we pay for includes backups. Uh, and I believe this is, this could be old information. I mean, like it's, I haven't looked into this in years. So like I might be remembering wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's, uh, by coastal. So they save some backups on the right. East coast and yeah. some on yeah. the West coast. And so the idea that, um, you know, that like a fire or something, uh, might take it out chances are, are, are low that right. that would happen. Right. And then outside of that, like really the only real way I can see it, it like going away is choosing to make it go away. Uh, and like I've been offered many times to buy, you know, people have offered to buy Tiki Central off me. Oh, uh, really? That's and, interesting. you know, people are like, well, you're not doing anything with it anymore. Um, sell it to me. I would say no, and because one of the reasons is that, like, when it's in someone else's hands, they can choose to do whatever they want. Right, and, right. You know, someone might get tired of it. I remember um, Cool and Strange Music. This was this old. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Magazine used to be able to get that. Yeah, and they would review like Exotica and lots of weird old records. Uh, the guy, uh, Dana Countryman, I believe his name, he sold it to uh, uh, another guy who was going to take it over and run it. And like another issue never came out. Like yeah. this guy bought it, paid all this money for it. And then for whatever reason, he couldn't get his act together yeah. and release yeah. another copy. And so like, I don't want that to happen with Tiki Central. Um, and so even though I haven't been as maintaining it 
like I haven't been adding new features to it or like I haven't made an app for it. Um, at the same time, I don't want to sell it because I don't want anything like that to happen. Well, do you think that you need to add new features to it? I mean, I, th- I think it's, it's at a stage where it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, I, it's, it's organized pretty right. well, I think, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of equate it to a Tiki bar where like, like you go and visit it and it's a product of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, it looks like a site from the nineties cause it kind of is, you know, a site yeah. from the nineties, sure, well, I guess the sure. 2000s, but it feels like the nineties. Okay. <laughs> um, and I kind of like that. Like, again, it's like, like we hate it when we see our, see old vintage tiki bars, they go and then try to quote redo it and they, they screw it up in some way. Right. I do think that it could use, like, there are a few things I would like to do to it. I wouldn't want to change it or change, like, and this is the cool thing about, about computers is like, we could always keep the old interface around. Right. Um, but you know, possibly give it an app that would at least like make it easier to upload images or something like that. Right. Right. There are possibilities there. It's just that, that may someday in the future I would do that, but I would never want to screw up yeah. or like try to make it, you know, be something that it wasn't. Yeah. So a question that I had for you and some of these questions came from some of our listeners. What are your thoughts about the, impact that it's had globally and its reach because of Tiki Central I have friends from all over the world yeah. and these are people that I've known before social media I have friends from from Europe and Australia and Canada and and uh, South America right mm-hmm. uh, and what are your thoughts about that isn't that kind of like, like for me I think that's a pretty damn cool thing yeah, I, I mean, it's incredible, honestly. Like, again, kind of very humbly. And, like, when I started to see what was happening on the site, it excited me. And, it, like, I guess, like, it was mind-blowing, for one. Um, and, two, it, it really gave me a sense of responsibility. I'm like, because I've always said, I just kind of provide the place, right? Sure. You know, I provide this, this, you know, the venue, and then the people show up and make it what it, what it was. And, and you know, just the fact that, that I was able to do that, like keep this place going that would connect people together and, and create this amazing, you know, web, web of friendships and, and, and web of connections. It's, it's, it's mind blowing really. Yeah. And, and I remember there were so many times like back when I was going to more events, it was kind of neat that like one month I could be in Southern California and I would, I would see all these friends who I knew you and, and others. And then, like a few months later, I'm I'm on the East Coast. I, I'm I'm at the Hukalau. Yeah, and I'm seeing yeah. all those same faces again. Yeah, right. <laughs> but new, but also new <laughs> ones too. And it's like, this is a real like we're all choosing to be here. We're all choosing to go to these places and make the make these connections. Well, you know, um, I thought that was really special. I, I agree. I used to travel a lot for work at one time, and I would just post on there, "Hey, I'm going to be in." And, you know, name the city and state on these dates. Is anybody out there that wants to meet up? And I would meet people, complete strangers. They'd come and pick me up from my hotel, take me on tiki bar tours. We'd have drinks. And and it was it was a real community because by the time that I would meet them, I'd feel like I knew them through our interaction on Tiki Central. You yeah. know, and yeah. Yeah, and so I, I just thought that was a really special thing. And that wasn't even just 
you know, nationally, that's internationally, you know. Right. Yeah. So I, I'd go um, up to Canada, you know, and I'd, I'd meet people there. Yeah. And I, I think a testament to, to how amazing that was is that at some point you don't even think about it. Like I said, like yeah. I'd go to these events, you know, and I'm thousands of miles from home and I meet someone who I've never met in real life before, but, but I've messaged with them and it's like, we're best friends yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah I, you know, we, you trust them and you hang out with them and it doesn't feel weird. And it's like, and, and we, we would take it for granted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that like, that's how, that's really cool. And like the internet has done that on a whole, but, but I thought it was really fantastic that, uh, that happened even, even though we were a much broader spectrum than what I originally thought it was going to be. Like I said, like, you know, I'm not huge into carving, but I have friends who are carvers, you know? Sure. And, and like I said, I, like I never had a home bar, but a lot of my friends, that's what they were all about. They were all about home bars. Right. But that didn't keep us, that didn't mean like, Oh, I'm going to go to a home bar Tiki central and you're going to go to, you know, yeah. some other version of Tiki central. Right. We were all still kind of hanging out together and, and sharing this thing together. Yeah. Yeah. Have you talked to Jen recently? Do you know what she's doing these days? No, we lost touch. So, you know, like I said, she was she was kind of the muscle early on, but uh, I was always kind of the more technical one. And we shared, uh, you know, moderating it for a while. And she came out to a couple of the early Tiki Bar crawls that, that we organized. Okay. So I did meet her a few times. Um, but at some point, I had this discussion with her, and, and she said, you know, she just wasn't really interested in running it anymore. She had gotten, like, a full-time job and, and like... yeah. And I was like, are you, you know, like, and she kind of said, you can take it over. And, and I was really kind of surprised that she wanted to do that. But, yeah, and then I lost touch with her. I was just looking for her, her contact info today and I couldn't find it. Oh, interesting. And yeah. I also wanted to give a shout out to your buddy. I think his name was Ben, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, ben, ben Fuller. That helped um, you develop that original forum. Well, he he was a, a kind of a mentor to me. So when when the Yahoo group was having all of its problems, um, you know, I I was computer literate, but I really wasn't a programmer back in those days. I was just learning programming. Uh, and Ben was kind of my mentor. He really helped me get that website up and running. And uh, he he kind of uh, kind of you know answered a million billion questions when I was trying to get it up because so I was you know. I was worried something was, I was, I was worried that something was going to happen. Yeah, uh, and that, yeah. you know, everything that we had done on the Yahoo group was going to just fall apart. Right. So I kind of felt pressured to, to do something. And, and Ben was a, a real, he was kind of like my computer mentor and really encouraged me to learn programming and whatnot. That's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah I want to make sure. In 2002, I believe. Right. I knew it was a while ago. And I, I want to make yeah. sure that we mention him so that people know that he was also integral in, and helping Tiki Central be yeah. what it is, you know. So I also want to mention a few other things, which is um, uh, I want to mention both the Tiki News uh, Auto, yeah. yeah, Tiki News, and um, Jeff Barry, his grog log. I had acquired both of those. Like I learned about Tiki News and um, through Auto's, you know, publication, his zine, and that was a huge inspiration. That's how I knew that other people liked Tiki. That's how I knew I should put, oh, you know, okay. Tiki on my 
on my Yahoo profile. Yeah. Um, and then I also got the, I, I might have, I'm sure there's more copies out there, but as far as I know, I have the only copy in existence of the prototype grog log. Oh, really? Made, the Beach Bumberry made. Before the actual published one, it was like zine style. It was done like at Kinko's. Very nice. Uh, and I picked both Tiki Noza and that prototype uh, grog log at uh, a record store in San Jose. I can't remember where. Okay. Like what its name was, but yeah, those were my early influences, and um, those were the kind of things that kind of told me that tiki was out there. I also had found, you know, some tiki mugs, thrifting, etc. So, okay, you know what I've got? I've got a, a tiki central poster that I got from Mig when oh, wow. when you guys set up a booth at Tiki Oasis like a, a million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember those. In fact, I, I recently moved and I came across some of those. I actually wasn't at that event. Like, um, I oh, you that were was really cool. So, I, see, it's it was so long ago. I don't remember yeah. who was and wasn't there. But I did help Mig in that booth for a little bit. And yeah, I, I think it was Mig who who represented us out there. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a couple of. I think he had maybe one or two posters like on the table. And I said, hey, can I take one of these? And he's like, yeah, take them both. So I rolled them up and it's actually a a really nice printed high res picture of the logo, you know, the logo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I came across them as well. Like I saved them when I moved. Oh, that's Um, so cool. So I, I should put it up. I mean, like I have it in a tube because, you know, at that time I I hadn't lived in a house any more than like a year or two. I was moving around yeah. all the time, so I could never really get comfortable wherever I was. And so it's still in a tube somewhere, <laughs> in a box somewhere. That's excellent, excellent. Yeah, you know, awesome. I have so many, so there was like this kind of like, I think everyone who who, who comes and discovers uh, Tiki or, or actually any kind of passion they have, that there's kind of like their own personal golden years for them. And yeah. it's different for everybody. Yeah. It's it's based on on when they enter, but um, you know when they first learn about it, et cetera. Um, but like back then, those those were the golden years. Um, oh, yeah, for me, I, for for me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of like yesterday at the, at the anniversary party. Th- this came up to the, I think it's one of the, the the more hilarious things was. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Shasta. Oh uh, yeah, the makers of Shasta Cola they had this vote for your favorite flavor thing on their website and there was Tiki punch on there Yeah, and they listed all their flavors and we started stuffing the ballot box. Yeah. I remember. Um, <laughs> and, and, and we voted it up and then all of a sudden orange, for some reason the orange flavors started getting voted up too. And so we all just decided that we were going to make sure that orange did not, right. did not win in any way. Right. And, and that was kind of fun. And we did that, but then, we kind of forgot about it. But then like a year later, we started to see Kiki Punch cans <laughs> right. in grocery stores. Right. And printed on the can was world's favorite flavor. <laughs> they had actually, uh, I believe they actually brought Kiki Punch back into production because of that. I agree with uh, you. That's hilarious. They actually created two new flavors. They created like Kiki Punch Orange and Kiki Punch Blue or something like that. And, and like even the Shasta uh, bottler in Southern California changed their water tower to make it look like Tiki Punch. Oh, that's it was hilarious! All because 
we stuffed that ballot box and, and they didn't kind of realize that they had been scammed. Yeah. Uh, and to me, like what, like when I think about like all the crazy, um, fun times we had on, on Tiki Central back in the day, bringing, bringing an actual soda pop <laughs> hadn't been, <laughs> hadn't been, you know, sold in, in probably 20 years right, back and right. then having multiple flavors of it right. created. Right. That's like one of my favorite funny memories from that. Mig was a huge part of that. So, yeah, I actually, I saw Mig at Tiki Oasis last year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was neat to yeah, see him. He, you know, and it's, I mean, he's one of the old school, you know, and like when you say, when you talk about like the golden years and listen mm-hmm. to us, we sound like a couple of old farts talking about the golden years, but you know, those were, long time. Yeah, those were the golden years for me too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that was before there was, you know, for lack of a better term, tiki drama. You know, right? Yeah, for the drama. It was, it was, uh, it was a honeymoon period for all of us, right? Everybody was just learning tiki together, and we're all just starting to meet each other for the first time, and it was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah, Uh, I remember those nights hitting, um, hitting beach balls with the Tiki Central logo, hundreds of them Mm -hmm. in the The pool. Dog made those, yeah, 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 at Tiki Oasis. I mean, yeah. there was all kinds of that kind of fun stuff happening, you know. So, um, yeah, I, well, that's I mean, what gave me the, the the best feel, honestly. Yesterday uh, at at the Las Vegas party was, you know, I didn't see a lot of old timers um, there. I saw Mr. Smiley and Inky, but I also saw uh, Bamboo Ben and and, yeah. and Mrs. Ben, which is really cool. But then when, on the webcam, when I saw what was going on at the Tonga Hut, um, seeing you and seeing all, all the old timers there, that, that really like really warmed my heart. I was like, yeah. I almost felt like transported back to those golden years again. I was very envious actually. You know, and truth be told, uh, a lot of those people I hadn't seen in years. So yeah. they came out for the Tiki Central party to celebrate Tiki Central, which I thought was that, really that, cool. That's amazing. That, yeah. that just makes you feel really good. Yeah. And uh, I hope it made, made them feel good too. Yeah. There were some great memories. Yeah. So how do you see Tiki Central in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Well, like I said, I don't want it to go away. Um, and I'm dedicated to keeping it running. So when people get worried that uh, Hampton's not around anymore, I still run it. I still pay for it. You know, I'm fixing the bugs when I can. Uh, and I'm trying to keep it, like, I am keeping it alive. Um you know, I do kind of like I might have some sort of crazy pipe dream of, like I said, maybe maybe modernizing it a little bit, making it more iPhone friendly or something like that. Um, I, I have no plans for that. I, I at this time in my life, I can't really dedicate anything to that. But you know, my 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 goal really is to to keep it open, keep that information there, and uh, can and have it continue kind of what it's what its mission always was, which was like, you know, to, to connect people yeah. and, uh, uh, and let them share their knowledge and learn from others. So, well, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for doing what you do and, and, you know, with Tiki central and everything else. I mean, it's changed my life. It literally has. Wow. And, well, it changed mine too. And, and I was just a, a like, a, a very small part of that, honestly. Like, yeah, I ran the site, but I feel like all the amazing people, yourself included, all the all all the early members, 
so, you know, we collectively changed each other's life. And I think that was, yeah, that's the coolest part of it, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary. Likewise. Thank and you. I think I'm going to go happy. and make myself a, should I make a reverb crash? That what That is the official, that was the first uh, drink. Uh, from that Tiki Central drink contest back in 2000, yes, correct. was that it was, 2003? That was, uh, the winner. So, I have not had one in a long time. Maybe so, I should go make one. Yeah, the recipe is on Tiki Central. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, and for the, 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 <laughs> the honor's yeah. all mine. <laughs> really, yeah. I, I appreciate I should, I, I should say uh, secret agent. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I lost my title. It's not on there anymore. <laughs> well, uh, we'll go back on there and add it. Like, you know, all this all this wave of nostalgia is is, is, is yeah. making me go back and check the site out more and and goof around on there. So that's awesome. Knows, yeah, that, it, that me too. Changing soon. Me too, man. So, um, yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking time out on on your Sunday and talking to us on the podcast and I appreciate it again everything I appreciate Tiki Central I appreciate your friendship you're somebody that I would not have met if it weren't for Tiki Central and I consider it an honor to have been your friend for almost 20 years now I guess 20 years we didn't yeah. we didn't meet 20 years ago but we started chatting online 20 years ago so we can round up let's round up so, so let's round up 20 years let's yeah. round it up to 20 years I, I, I appreciate it all but uh, thank you again Hanford for for being on the show with me and and uh, more power to you and Tiki Central. We look forward to the next 20 years. Yeah, the, the, yeah, more Tiki Central for the next 20 years. Awesome. Mahalo, sir. Mahalo to you too. Thank you. And um, well, I hope we talk again soon. Definitely. Let's make that happen. Yeah, I'd love that. All right. Cheers. <laughs>